0: Tonight, Survivor Know It Alls recap of the Survivor Karamoan premiere is made possible in part when our listeners use our links for Amazon.com. The links on Amazon.com are more scorching hot than the sun on John Cochran's skin. So get the best deals and support Rob as a podcast when you use the link. Rob has a website.com/slash Amazon. The smartest guys around Are about to break it down Like they've won The
1: game a million times
0: Well, actually, they didn't really win the game At all Survivor
1: know it all
0: The all-star, all-time great Survivor players are back. Yes, that's right. Steven Fishback and I are back. Survivor know-it-alls. Steven, happy new season.
1: Happy. Are, is this the fans versus favorites know-it-alls edition? Or are, <laughs> are you the favorite and I'm the fan?
0: No, I think I think we're both on the same team here. We're both uh, in a, a Survivor alliance, and we won't be turning on each other tonight, Steven, God yeah. willing. Yeah, yeah, no,
1: I mean, you know, no, no backstabbing for now, at least, you know.
0: All right, so this is Survivor Know It Alls. We are live here. Uh we are Survivor has just ended on the East Coast. It is uh 6:50 uh here on the West Coast. We just finished watching Survivor and Steven. The unthinkable has happened. We it's thought horrible. it wa- we thought it was impossible. The reverse Sandra has been accomplished, Steven. It's
1: pretty it's pretty horrible. You do have now you have these two bookends for Survivor gameplay. You have Sandra the greatest record of all time, two two plays, two wins, and Francesca, the worst record of all time, two plays, two first boots. Now, to be fair, I do think that if, you know... Carolina went back. She would also be out first again.
0: Okay. so uh, So I think that, yeah, Yeah, we just want to tease this a little bit, just just a little tease right now. So in this in tonight's show, Stephen and I will discuss what happened with Francesca. Is Francesca indeed the worst player of all time or was it just human nature for the survivors to vote out? (laughs) who the first person, the only (laughs) first person to ever come back. And what would happen if Francesca went back a third time? Plus we'll break down what's really going on in the fan, in the favorites tribe. Plus, we'll talk about uh, what is going on with these fans. What are they thinking? Uh, even though they won the challenge, we saw some uh, horrendous gameplay from them tonight. So a lot coming at you here. We are live. If you are on com, we have a chat room going there on the uh, show page on com. Plus, we are taking your uh, tweets here at, uh, if you use the hashtag RHAP, we can uh, pick them up as we go along so a, right. a lot going on here uh live here tonight Stephen fishback and it is a pleasure to be back here uh with you for the first time on a google hangout yeah rob and may i say that
1: your uh, new studio set up you know i haven't this is new for the uh, you know i know you've had it a uh, little bit but it really makes me feel quite inadequate here you've got this giant mic you know i've got i've got my my
0: little mic <laughs> um <laughs> uh.
1: i really have some mic inadequacy issues here
0: yeah so, Stephen, you're getting very cochran-esque here to start off the new season of know-it-alls <laughs>
1: yeah um i haven't yet flushed bright bright red but who knows you know it's it's early yet. Yeah. you know give me 10 or 15 minutes and i might be swollen as well
0: all right well let's get into francesca francesca i don't want to wow. you know i have dry yeah. mouth i have dry mouth to start here yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> let's start to talk about francesca what do you think uh you know francesca pretty well was yeah. this francesca's own undoing or was it just a case of the returning favorites with a sick sense of humor
1: so I think there's got to be a little bit of both. Well, first of all, you know, I think that Francesca going into this episode, going into this season, was highly nervous, right? Like, she was the first one out. There's obviously tremendous pressure for her to perform. She doesn't have the in-game experience that a lot of them do. And I even, um, br- you know, briefly interacted with her before she went out there. And, I, you know, she was really, I think, in a state of, of nervousness. And, you know, I, I think you could see that going into the show. She had this, like, looming fear that something horrible was going to happen. I mean, how many times did she say, if I'm first one out, you know? And then she starts scrambling, and it was kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy where she had this fear that she was going to be first out, and then she started to do these things that brought a target on her, that isolated her, you know, that, that kind of made her first out. And, like, how much of that is, is nerves? You know, it's a very similar Uh, You know, it's a very similar issue to what she had in Redemption Island, where straight out of the gate, she just like played too hard, you know, said it, told it like it is. And to a certain degree, I think you're seeing people can't escape themselves.
0: So I think we have a bit of a split reaction here. This is from uh, Not Forsaken. He says, unquestionably, Francesca is the worst of all time. Uh, Then we also have the opposite side. Uh, Michael Norris is saying on Twitter, "Fran's not the worst. She's bad at one aspect, which happens to be the beginning. Russell failed twice at one aspect to the end. Now, do we know for a fact that Francesca is only bad at the beginning? Right? Does that? (laughs) Do we have any evidence?
1: Yeah. I mean, by that logic, like anyone who hasn't played could also be great at the end game. you know, you don't know. You don't know. Don't know. Um, I think there's a there's a clearly a degree to which Franny is out of the gate, just goes too hard, right? Like she says too much. She can't restrain herself. She gets nervous. She like does too much. And that's not the right move at at that phase in the game.
0: Yeah, I think this is a human nature thing. When we focus on, not to get all zen, but I think when we focus on what we don't want, that tends right. to be what we get as opposed to focusing on what we do want. And Francesca wasn't really seemed to be focused on, you know how how am I going to win the game? It's you're very focused on how am I going to get rid of Philip and how am I not going to get voted off first? And is Philip the uh, basically the Moby Dick for Francesca? Basically <laughs> the all encompassing you know great white whale that she's trying yeah. to harpoon and she just keeps yeah. taking her down under.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just lashed to his, his enormous bulk. Um, so you know the Philip thing is interesting because. Um, you know, last time he was certainly her, her, her undoing, but in a different way, kind of. You know, this time it was like she was – he was her Boston Rob kind of this time. Where, um, and, I, and I think there's a degree to which she loses out for not having been on a more um, – on a season without returning players. Because every time there's returning players, people see her playing too hard and want to take her out. And you saw that with Don and Cochran, you know, who were saying, like, we have to choose between taking out Philip and taking out Francesca. We can do either. Francesca is like probably better, right? And then Philip is worse. So like, why not you know bring Philip to the end with us when we know that he'll never win? He's like a lunatic. He's irritating people from the get go. Whereas Franny is like likable. You know, you could see that she was nurturing with Cochran. You know, somehow she like brought this this you know Eric Reigenbach and Brandon and and uh, Brenda together. The weirdest alliance ever. Um. So yeah, I, I don't know, Rob. What do you think? Is 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 she the worst or is she just bad luck?
0: I don't know. I have to say that. I think that there are some bad things that she did. Um, for there seemed to be no evidence that anybody, that a hidden immunity idol was in play. Jeff didn't right. even mention that there were clues hidden for hidden immunity idols. And I'm not sure about this, but I tend to believe that when there are immunity idols in the game, does Jeff normally say that? I guess, I, I don't know. That I'm talking out of my butt right now. But there was no evidence to support that there were hidden immunity idols in play. And really, she went on a hunch that saying, boy, Phillip's acting weird. He must have an idol. Now we need to right. start talking about splitting the vote. and. Right. I think that you want to slow play things in a group in a group of ten. Now you it could you could lose you could lose that way also, but I think it's harder to lose by slow playing like on Survivor All Stars. I think I was a victim of um, losing by slow playing in a small group. Then right. the smaller the group, the more aggressive you have to be. But in a group of ten, the first person who is really openly scheming could be. A, a, it's they're looking for any reason to get rid of anybody. And that's as good of a reason as anything.
1: And, you know, in, in that kind of situation where you already have someone like Philip, who's, you know, taking control and aggravating people, you know, that's exactly when you want to sit back and let him self destruct. You know, he's already pissing people off, like just like let it happen. And, but the question is, you know, it, you know, let's take a step back. Philip locks up an alliance pretty quickly. You know, to his credit, straight out of the gate, he's got the numbers.
0: Well, you know what? This is a good time to segue into uh, a new segment that we're going to do this season on so on know it Uh Steven, we played on the dry race board last last season, but let's let's go to the big board here and, and let's sort of break this down what we have, okay? So just uh if if you if you could uh, pontificate on that for a moment while I just move over there physically.
1: Yeah. So I mean, you know, when when like when Philip has the numbers, you know, like it's who else? The question is who else are they going to target, right? Like And maybe Franny was doomed anyway, like you said earlier, because she had the curse of the first person. And there's kind of like a, well, if we have to choose someone, let's choose the funniest. You know, like if we have to vote out, you've got Phillips Alliance up here of six people. If you have to vote out one of those four, Brandon, Eric, Brenda, or Franny, like kind of an arbitrary decision. Ha ha, wouldn't it be funny if it was Franny? Anyway, so here's the board.
0: Okay, so yeah, let's go to the board here. And so what we have right here up here are the 10 returning favorites uh here on the game. And what I tried to do is figure out real quick before the show started tonight who was with who uh as as we're going along here. So we, I saw you you got a sh- a glance at this real quick. Uh you didn't agree with what I had. So let me just set up what I have up here for the people that are listening to the audio version of this tomorrow. Okay, so I, from what I saw la- uh tonight, I f- it feels like we have an alliance of four, which was uh, Francesca. She had Brandon, Hans, Eric, Reichenbach, and Brenda, who was very quiet on this episode. It seemed like she was with them. Then yep. Philip grabbed Corinne and grabbed Malcolm, uh, and they were solidly with Philip. There was no question of who they were with. And then we had the three over here that there was that both sides thought were with them. We had led by Andrea, Dawn, and Cochran. Uh, They were the three who were in the middle and both sides sort of If we're going to make a Venn diagram here and don't get Nicole started. uh, We're if we're going to make a Venn diagram, I think both sides thought these three were with both of them until the very end here. When then the bottom four here turned on Andrea. So, Stephen, maybe uh, you could give me a better sense of what you thought was going on.
1: Well, here's my objection to that. And the first is that I mean, I agree that Francesca erroneously thought Andrea was with her. But I don't think Andrea was the swing vote that Cochran and Don were, right? Like Cochran and Don really asked themselves, "We can go with Alliance A or we can go with Alliance B." Andrea was with Philip, right? Like there was no question from her end. You know, she was she was the one who fed information from Franny to Philip. I think Andrea is solidly in the uh, whatever the new you know BR alliance is. Okay. The other thing is that weirdly, Franny didn't think that that Cochran was with her, right? So when Franny was, like, the five of us all vote for Andrea, that five was her, uh, Brandon, Eric, uh, Brenda, and Dawn. Yeah. um, And that excluded Cochran. So it's fun. I mean, it's interesting that, like, while Cochran was obviously a swing player, he wasn't really one of the trusted people, um, you know, for Franny.
0: You know, now, Cochran mentioned during the show, uh, is this a new Dawn? Steven, did you feel like is Dawn playing a, is she wearing the black hat so far this season? Was, did Dawn dupe these four? It sure seems that way.
1: I mean, she's the one who was in their alliance and, like, really betrayed them. And she also was the one who, in her conversation with Cochran, made the call, right? Like, he's like, who do you want to do? And Don, and uh, Dawn said, stick with uh, Philip. And uh, what do you think? I mean what about the, the Dawn uh thing?
0: I don't know. It was they did seem very very wishy-washy and uh or very uh you know and I have to, I can't to take anything away from them. I feel like that's how uh, you know that seems like a very uh Young Sesternino type game that these two are playing right now. <laughs> so both
1: sides It sounds like a show on TBS or
0: something. The Young, young Sesternino Sest- Chronicles. <laughs> so I can't I can't fault them Uh, for that do you think they made the right call for these two to go with these four rather than these four i'm saying for the people in the audio let me just clarify did you they make the right call to go with the philip four as opposed to the francesca four
1: so it's i mean you you know you look at the bottom four and you have two of the worst players in the history of the game right there Mm -hmm. you know you have brandon and eric with that four who make highly erratic irrational decisions I think you would always, you know, on the other hand, in the top four, you have Philip, who's who's nuts, and uh, Malcolm, who you have no knowledge of. And, you know, one big question is why not vote out Malcolm first? Like, you saw what happened in Survivor Heroes vs. Villains. Russell Hance came back. He was a huge threat. I mean, you know that Malcolm is a big deal uh, for the fact that he's there. And what an obvious play. Get rid of Malcolm.
0: His name did not even come up, Stephen, even after yeah. losing the challenge uh, and not getting the beanbags in. And, and I want to ask you this, Stephen. Is Malcolm a choke artist at this point in his Survivor career? Is that an unfair label? <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, it's funny. He's never won. I guess he won challenges He won, sing, after he the won swap. individual
0: immunities when uh, he— No, but, but
1: pre-merge he, or pre-swap, he's never won a challenge, at least at this point,
0: right? <laughs> he uh, did win he with Panthag. He won no. when he went to Tandang last. That season.
1: was post swap. That wasn't yes. You know. So, um, yeah, it's interesting though that like no one really thought. I mean, I guess he's athletic, but so is Francesca. You know, it's not like and, and this is a really athletically strong tribe. I mean, if you look at you know Philip was a beast in the challenge. Uh, you know, Brandon obviously amazing. Eric is an amazing athlete. Andrew is a great athlete. You know, Brenda's a great athlete. Don's a good athlete, you know, not so much Cochran, but he's, you know, a nice guy. Um, so like, it's not like you have such a, a huge necessity to keep Malcolm around for that reason.
0: How about Eric Reichenbach here? Now, Philip reached out to in that one sequence, we saw Philip. So, Philip laid out the whole thing, he's giving out nicknames, he's making alliances left and right. He goes, Philip, he goes to Corinne, he goes to Andrea, he goes to Malcolm, he goes to Don, he goes to Cochran, and he goes to Eric Reichenbach. And now, yeah. Eric Reichenbach was completely turned off by Phillip's approach here uh, to the yeah. point that he goes against it. Wouldn't it have been smarter for Eric Reichenbach <sighs> to say, I'm sorry, Brandon Hans, I'm sorry, Francesca, I'm with these guys. I'm going to ride out this majority here to the merge, and then I'm going to get rid of Philip." Uh, wasn't that well, a he, terrible he job?
1: Know that that's the majority, right? Like Eric thinks that Don is on their side, and maybe even um, Cochrane.
0: So did Eric just really get screwed here by the wishy-washiness? Again, endearing term, that's, you know, that's, uh, that's my MO. Uh, But did Eric really just get screwed over by Andrea and Dawn and Cochran playing both sides?
1: I think so. And, you know, to be fair, like Eric knew that Andrea was playing both sides, uh, as did Brandon. Um, It's interesting. Like, I'd really like to see what Brenda was thinking because, you know, she was such like an interesting player in uh, Nicaragua And, you know, I've obviously teamed Sash, and I I give him credit for everything that happened in Nicaragua. But she was a smart player in Nicaragua. Um, And we didn't have any of her insight into why she joined this kind of, like, sinking ship, uh, you know, over here.
0: Uh, I'll tell you what it is. I don't think anybody talked to her from this group. I don't think anybody wanted to work with her. And I think she's like, okay, I'll work with somebody. Like, you know, I don't think she had any sort of, like, I don't think anybody liked her
1: but you'd think like with Malcolm there, like a handsome, you know, single young guy that like, that's right. Like right. Click right. plickings? Right. Right-plicking?
0: Right. For the picking. Yeah. Right for the picking, <laughs>
1: yeah. okay. um, for the black widow, you know, that's, that's where she should be spinning her web or even like entrance Cochrane a little bit, you know, like, uh, but, but not, not so much.
0: Yeah, absolutely not. It's not looking good for Brenda here in the early going and, uh, the, it's, she's in a tough spot here now, in an alliance with Bra- with Brandon and only Eric Reichenbach to save her. So, not looking good so far, uh, strategically. Other all on all other fronts, looking very good so far, Brenda.
1: <laughs> Just physically, you
0: mean? Physically, yes, aesthetically, yeah. is looking very good so far. I yeah, must well, say. You know,
1: Brenda really looked great when she ran off the opening. Uh, you know, ran off the plane. Her like hair. Oh my god! Her big smile. It was. It was really quite the opposite to uh, Cochran's worst ever intro shot.
0: Yeah, Cochran had a rough a rough night uh, with the sunburn. I mean, uh, Cochran was looking a bit uh, Hobbit-esque, I think, when they were showing the shots of his feet, too. His feet? That was really, uh, that Never was really disgusting. Never seen that before on a human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, he did a really good job of playing it off and just being like, making a joke of it and then overcoming it. And, you know, to Cochran's credit, like, he really diffused it very well. And it's interesting to see, you know, he had that great line about how being – tight with everyone is the aloe to his sunburn, Um, you know, compared to last season where he was immediately ostracized from everyone. Um, You know, so I think he uh, really, you know, did a much, obviously for whatever reason is in a much better position than he was last season.
0: Yeah. Uh, Steven, I have a question for you. This is from Rob's taboo buzzer. He wants to know, will hashtag Dawn Vader force feed Franny that rock that she promised to eat tonight. Now, would it be would it be better if Dawn did it? Or we know how Cochran loves the Rocks. Or or, or does he hate the Rocks? Is that what it Cochran's is? Cochran's scared of the Rocks, scared of exactly. Rocks. Okay. He
1: wants nothing to do with the Rocks. Dawn was willing to do the Rocks. So I think it's, you know, it's
0: Dawn. Uh. That's right. Okay, so let's talk about what's going on with these fans so far. And I saw you on Twitter tonight. You were killing the fans on Twitter because of their uh, terrible gameplay. Now, we saw yeah. two couplings there of these uh, new 10 players uh we saw Reynolds, who I had high hopes for before the season, Reynold, yeah, me too, and Allie, uh, and then Eddie and Hope. Now, do we have a confirmation on who was uh, sucking face in the shelter? Do we know what was going on there who which of these two was it so
1: Allie and Reynolds were together, and then hope and uh, Eddie were together and and uh Reynolds chose Allie because she's the least attractive girl, and uh Eddie chose hope because she's the most attractive girl, so uh you know, interesting. Different strategies. I guess we'll see how those great mastermind moves play out later in this game. How attractive a girl should you choose for your initial alliance?
0: Is that what he said? Did he say she was the least attractive girl?
1: He said like I don't know if it was the least attractive or like an unattractive girl and so she's not like on anyone's radar or something. Um, but then interestingly he even said like I'm going to keep my distance from you so no one knows we're together. Of course that lasted like less than, you know, 6 hours. Um, and obviously, we saw them in, in really getting up in there uh, later on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Steven, please, yeah. this is a family show.
1: I'm just trying to describe in words what we all saw on TV.
0: Yeah. Okay. So then we had another situation, very similar to Survivor One World, where somehow a group of four seems to think they have the majority in a group of 10. <laughs> Steven, is, there a, is there a math requirement on the Survivor application? Do the Survivor players know that, that four is less than a majority? In 10.
1: I, I, you know, this is, this is from, from a lifetime of being a nerd, you know, and, and uh, you know, gazing in, in awe at those cool kids at their cool table. And like, I think they feel like being exclusive is a smart – is, like, a better move, right? Like, uh, if we're exclusive, everyone will want to be with us. And they don't understand that uh, that's not necessarily the case when you're older than 15 um, and that actually, like, um, you know, other, other people can, like, make decisions um, independently of, of your attractiveness. Um. So
0: yeah. Go ahead. Well, do we think that it's possible that the six other players on the fans could get together and say, "Hey, let's vote out the cool kids"?
1: It's interesting because Shamar was such like we you know we didn't see him aligning with anyone, right? Like he's obviously such an an isolate. Um, you know, just based on his uh, hot headedness. Uh, what 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 do you think of Sh- Shamar?
0: Well, Shamar, I thought he had a very rough start. You don't often see, you don't, in the Survivor playbook, I don't know what which one of the BR rules is don't say <laughs> shut up to anybody on the first day. <laughs> hey, shut up. Uh yeah. so <laughs> that's really not in the playbook, you wouldn't you wouldn't yeah. think. But then he seemed to redeem himself with the fire making thing. I mean, the guy was a beast in the challenge. It was a real yeah. mismatch between him and Eric Reichenbach in a wrestling yeah. match. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I thought Shamar uh, brings something to the table. I think it would be a mistake for them to lose him. Could right. he get the other five people together? I mean, strategically, the only fans that we saw really talking some sense was the Mike and Maddie Alliance.
1: Right, and that's a good alliance, right? And it was really more Mike than Matt. Um, like Mike was, um, you know, Mike was the one who was there for the the jilted girls alliance, as I'm calling that. And then the um, Matt, or then he was. I mean, it, it, they kind of suggested that he was uh, with the cool kids as well, but we didn't really see that happening. Um, but he's from New York, you know, he's cool. Um, and yeah, um, and then you know, Matt was also there to like happy to go along with whatever Mike was suggesting. So uh, yeah, they, they definitely seem to be the standouts, and I thought you know probably had some of the best strategy on either tribe.
0: Can I say I have a small problem with uh, Matt so far in that his beard sort of is over his mouth, and I can't really tell who's talking when his voice <laughs> is happening, and, and he's almost like a ventriloquist act that he could be like he's drinking a glass of water, he's talking. I don't know wait, 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 who's talking, and I don't know their voices yeah. yet.
1: I mean, if there's a lot of swimming, that beard could really, you know, cause a lot of drag. Oh, that yeah. might be a real problem for him in the swimming challenge.
0: Yeah, they should. They say you should shave all your body hair if you want to swim faster.
1: Yeah, exactly. That could so be that not
0: could, not the right move. That yeah. could be holding him back so far. So we'll see. But somehow the fans end up pulling out a win here against the favorites. I mean, what was the what were the odds makers uh, saying before this one? What was it, thirty to one? Is, is that
1: right? You know, it all came down to Reynolds and his like amazing. I mean, he just had this amazing come from behind victory, right? And. uh like you said, you know, Malcolm is a, what did you say? Not
0: a... A choke artist? Choke artist. Yeah, yeah. there you go. For the record, Malcolm um, would smoke me in any competition under the sun, but for, yeah. I can say, you know, behind my webcam, Malcolm is a choke artist on Survivor. Didn't you win the
1: memory game at Amazon? I did, you might I win did. Maybe that, so we could, had some,
0: yeah. some sort of a, like a memory game. That might be, yeah. that might be good. All right, so let's bring in Jessica Frey here, who's been monitoring your questions very closely in the chat room. She's going to help us with uh, some of the ones that we missed. Uh, here we go, Jessica. How are you? Oh, we have to get her her microphone unmuted, and uh, she should she should be there. And if not, then there's, you could just give us questions. That's that's fine. That's oh, fine. Hey. Yes, hey Jessica. Hey. How, Hi, Jessica. How are we doing Hi. so far? Good, good. Are are, are we getting a lot yeah, of complaints are, yet? No, no real <laughs> complaints. People are making really funny comments. Like Jordan Kalish had a lot of funny comments. Just shout out to him. I didn't catch them all. They're going really fast. But. Okay. All right. It was, you got any? Que- you got any questions yeah. for us from uh, the from the listeners yeah. here for Steven and I to answer yeah. here on a Survivor Know It Alls Wednesday? From we didn't see a lot of Corinne in the episode, but here's a good question. Okay. You got mm-hmm. it for us. I'll just read it in because it's going slow. But all right. Oh, here, all right here we go. Um, uh, all right. So this is. F- this That's this gone. here we go. This is from uh, Shaking Tarzan. He wants to know: Did anyone else think that Corinne was flirting with Cochran? Uh, what, what what do we think about this, uh, Stephen? Was was Corinne flirting with Cochran?
1: It's. It, I really. I thought. I mean, not. I don't know if she was flirting, but she was really laying it on really thick in a way that was like almost flirtatious. I mean, whether it was you know pure strategy for whatever reason to ally with Cochrane. Or it was, she is deeply in love with him. I feel like those are the only two options because she was just delighted with everything he said. And everything he said, she would crack up at it. It's, it's a good observation. I feel like there was definitely, a, and, and you know, this was like a charming Corinne, right? And we haven't, I guess she hasn't had a confessional yet, but there, there was a lot of uh, smiles and whip crackings and, you know, right, big right.
0: laughs. Uh. Uh, does, does Philip know that the nickname, the Dominatrix, may not be family friendly for CBS APM?
1: <laughs> more family friendly than his underwear so i, think, I guess
0: know, so he's, he's good yeah i guess so uh okay so here's a question from ash's dream board that i have for you Stephen. uh so ash's dream board wants to know is andrea playing too hard too fast Stephen? what do you think well, As well, a- what's your take rob I don't know. I don't have a big problem with what she did. I mean, the person that she really screwed over, Francesca, is gone. She's in the majority here, if I, look, if I look at the board. I mean, she seems to have allies right now in Philip, Corinne, Malcolm, Dawn, and Cochran. I mean, I would imagine that Brandon Hans, and Eric Reichenbach aren't thrilled with her, but I don't, you know, it looks like they're the next to go. So I don't think it's a terrible spot for Andrea.
1: Here's my feeling about it. And obviously I'm a little bit biased because I'm, you know, I I really like Francesca a lot, but um, like if, if Brandon and Eric have caught on that you're double dealing, like you're not doing a good job of double dealing, you know, like, you know, (laughs) Rob, you're the master of playing both sides of an Alliance. You know, like the goal is to not have everyone know you're playing both sides of the Alliance, right? Like you don't want everyone aware that you're screwing everybody else over. Um, you know, the 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 best survivor strategy is a really low key strategy, you know, or, or a very forceful strategy. And I, I think that she's playing the exact wrong middle ground. Um, and I, I don't know, Rob, I mean, what do you think about the whole, uh, I mean, you've obviously had some personal experience with it. You know, what, what is it? A, Survivor's a game, right? But it's right. also real life. Okay. And she does know Francesca in real life. And, you know, Francesca had been her host and, you know, they, they, they you know, Franny had had her into her house, you know, I mean, and I don't think that means that you have some obligation to never vote against her, but do you not like maybe don't vote her out first twice right. in a row or you right. know, for her second time. I mean, I mean, obviously so you, you know, you dealt with this obviously in, in all stars. Well, what's your feeling about
0: it? Well, Steven, this is a good question. And I'm glad you brought this up because I forgot uh, that I wanted to talk about this, but I do know about this because <laughs> I knew a lot of the people that were on my tribe in survivor all stars. Now the, advantage that these new players have as opposed to what i was dealing with in survivor all-stars is that there nobody had ever played the game twice before you had never played with people who were your friends before so i didn't think that meant a lot but i did think right. it meant something and i was friends with boston rob and i had been i had been to boston rob's house and we had been to you know a red sox game and, and i you know i thought that we were chums To some degree. And I thought that, you know, that that wouldn't that would not mean that I would be blindsided uh, or at least, you know, um, you know, I I thought it it would mean a a little a little bit, uh, you know, maybe two percent in the game. Um, I learned that that it does not mean anything. And that's why I (laughs) scoff. I laugh at all the survivors who make alliances pre-game when right. they go back for a Survivor All-Stars because you can make alliances until you're blue in the face pre-game. Whatever we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. It all when the bell rings, it's all out the window. So if Francesca well, I- did think that anything, you know, having any sort of friendship with Andrea outside of the game would be of service to her in the game. I think you have to, you know, pinch yourself a little bit because that is not how it plays out on the show.
1: Well, I'm one, well, there's a few things. I mean I have a few uh responses to that. And the first is that, I mean, so you know, this season, if you look at these pairings, I, I wonder if that will put to the test the idea that pregame alliances don't have any impact. I mean, you have uh you know, Cochrane and Dawn immediately aligned, you have um, you know, Ra uh you have a uh, uh, Philip and Andrea immediately aligned. And then you have a lot of Motley pairings that probably did not generate on day 1, right? I mean, probably a lot of these people were talking to each other on the phone and uh, obviously we'll see how that plays out uh in the show itself.
0: But um well, let me just ask you let me let me uh just you know uh ask you to clar- clarify a little bit because who is together that was not from their original season. It seems like a lot of the season people uh, have stuck together here. You know, right. Dawn and Dawn and Cochrane. Obviously, you're more likely to stick, you know, stick with the devil you know than the devil you don't. Um I don't see anything the outliers out here of people who have gotten together that's like whoa, 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 whoa.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. And for me it's like largely speculative, so it's not fair for me to probably point fingers. Um, but, so, but the other, the other thing that I wanted, the, the other thing that I wanted to say though, is like, regardless of, and I agree with you that there's no obligation that anyone has to each other because they know each other out of the game. It's a freaking game. It's for money. You sign up for it. You know what the stakes are. You know, if you're first voted out of the game, you still got to play the game. You still got your shot, which is more than millions of people get. Um, but at the same time, like it aren't there, I mean, there aren't there like, uh, or shouldn't, I, I don't know. It just seems like first out it seems like, uh like an unnecessary move. And especially, you know, you were first out of your tribe, not first out of the season, also a much smaller tribe, tribe of six, you know, um, you know, it's tribe of 10. She has four people she could choose on that, on that list. Why not any of the other three?
0: Well, you know, it was Philip's agenda to say, Hey, l- I got to go after Francesca, you know, Francesca and Philip really brought this on themselves that Francesca right. started saying, I got to go after Philip." Philip started saying, I got to go after, of, uh, of whatever, you know what I'm saying? But, Everybody else had to pick sides, and ultimately, uh, Andrea felt like she has a relationship with Philip too. I mean, it's you know she's played the game for 36, 30, 35, 36 days with Philip. I mean, if right. I can't fault her if she feels like she would rather go further into the game, she saw Boston Rob win a million dollars by sitting next to Philip in the game, and if she feels like that's her best strategic play, I can't begrudge her for that.
1: Those are all fair points, and I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, in her position, I might have done the same thing. I mean, you saw how hard uh, Francesca was playing. You know, someone like that who was just rocking the boat from day one, you're like, well, I like this boat. Like, let's, let's keep it afloat. You know, she's in the majority alliance. Like, why don't I stick with the majority alliance? So I certainly understand her rationale. I mean, as a human, as a, as a friend of Francesca's, I think it sucks. But, uh, you know, that's, that's uh, obviously all personal and outside the game. Yes, so.
0: it's, it's tough. All right, let's take another question. This is, this is from Sage Hyden wants to know, Francesca needed to do what Malcolm did. Let your alliance decide the target. Don't push anything or the target ends up on you. I mean, it, she did not need to come in with the agenda of, hey, we need to get rid of Philip. Now, maybe she got, there was a very telling conversation I felt like early on between Francesca and Philip where Francesca tried to say, hey, Philip, hey, I, I'm over what happened last time. And it was like the silence was deafening. From Philip's yeah, side. <laughs> yeah. It was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. maybe Francesca just totally went into self defense mode. Um, and I know I'm, I'm sure there are some people who are listening to this think I'm, I'm picking on Francesca here tonight. I just want to say, I don't think Francesca's the worst player of all time, Stephen.
1: Oh, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I think statistically, you know, you have that like, you know, I mean, it's impossible to say who's best or who's worst when people have played, done something once or twice in their life. You know, it's like, um, but but I, I agree she's not the worst player but i definitely agree that she uh made critical mistakes and you know what she plays a third time she might make those same mistakes that just might be who she is yeah. she like you know tries to take control in a high stress situation and it backfires on her
0: steven i'll tell you i am dying to see francesca play a third time i would sign up for that in a heartbeat <laughs> no, to see her. you she have to, get voted She out has first to go back she has to go back because you have to see, you have to see what happens <laughs> We need to have there's, the answer to
1: this. There's a 100 percent chance she would be voted out first in that situation. We,
0: we need Sa- Fra- Francesca and Sandra back together on the same season because we need to know if Sandra would versus win.
1: Sandra would be a, a great season. That would be like she from best was voted out ship.
0: first twice. Yeah. She won the game twice. What happens? I think, you know, oh go ahead. Sorry, sorry. What happens when they put get together on the same island? It's Survivor Worst and First. <laughs> I, you know
1: and i think uh you know i think franny has a good sense of humor about the whole thing um i assume i mean she's right now obviously off in a foreign country so i don't know if she's even seen the episode
0: yeah okay a few more a few more questions here on a survivor know-it-alls and then steven we're getting ready on on friday of this week gonna do the full recap podcast with uh, your old buddy coach oh nice yeah will he be
1: on the treadmill or do you have you mandated (laughs) that he can't be working out when he's on the podcast i
0: I spoke with him very briefly today he said uh he said last time uh, last time uh you know i'm gonna give you a run for your money Uh, last time i was on a treadmill this time i'm gonna be really you're gonna get my undivided attention
1: skydiving he's gonna be skydiving this time
0: (laughs) in traffic (laughs)
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. This is from uh Crumbie Zombie wants to know next time on Survivor, Brandon goes crazy and Dawn cries. Is anyone <laughs> surprised? Yeah, uh Hans meltdown uh watch is a uh, a little earlier than we expected. I mean, we <laughs> I mean, basically, are we uh, is this the, is everybody just going to do the same exact game as the first time Francesca's going to get voted out first. Brandon's going to come in and say hey everybody i'm not i'm not my uncle i'm not i'm not russell i'm a different player and then by yeah. the second episode you'll be like oh fine i am russell i'm gonna play just <laughs> like russell
1: um you know I, I actually missed the scenes for the next episodes i'll we'll have to go back and watch. is that what it said Dawn breaks down and, and brandon um
0: yeah brandon brandon said uh, i'm gonna be just i'm gonna give him russell hands." oh wow that's great that, well, that's just
1: what cbs wants yeah but he has russell hans with him
0: yeah that, that, that might be what they want yeah okay this um, is this is from sherm 148 uh what do you think of a new nickname the historian for Cochrane, to counter the specialist was that what it was the historian it was
1: intelligentsia attache <laughs> yeah which what does that mean
0: i don't know if i was like Cochrane, i would be like uh uh hey Phil, uh can I get a mulligan on the nickname? Uh
1: that's a very <laughs> Yeah, he was Hercules in his last alliance. I mean my god, what a what a downgrade from what, Hercules.
0: What is that intelligentsia attache?
1: Yeah, it's just like a mangled mix of you know, it's got the Latin word and the French word. Like, you know, it's it's a it's a catastrophe.
0: Does Philip have a cocktail napkin somewhere with just nip- <laughs> n- nicknames for everybody?
1: Next and on the other side is the BR rules.
0: <laughs> the other side is the BR rules. Yeah. Yeah. Which number of the BR rules is give everybody a nickname? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which number is like bully people? You know, it's interesting, like that's the other thing. Philip too. You know, Philip in his original season, I mean remember if you remember in the episode one of um of Redemption Island, Philip didn't like Boston Rob because he thought he was an alpha male, and so now he's getting to like live out the fantasy uh that he never got to, to live out of being the tribe alpha male. So it's interesting that he's not doing it at all like Rob did it.
0: Yeah. Okay, he's the, been both the lion and the gorilla so far. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. This is from uh, Landrick. Wants to know how loyal do you think Malcolm will be to Philip if he is in fact in a true alliance with him? I mean, I don't see we don't have anything in Malcolm's game to illustrate that he is a you know a flip flopper, right?
1: Right, and um, but we we don't really know what Malcolm— I mean, all we had was that one early confessional from Malcolm that was like. Um, I did well in the challenge and everyone likes me now and that's my strategy. And then after that, I guess we saw him like shake Phillips hand and Pat Cochran on the shoulder, you know, I mean, he just wants to go along with what the, uh, it's basically what he did in, um, in the Philippines, right? He just sort of like hung out with the, the big Alliance and didn't really make any big moves until he had to at the end.
0: Yeah. Th- uh, and then
1: he, then he botched it. I th- um, yeah.
0: I thought Malcolm did a very good job of coming back. I know a lot of us prognosticators were concerned about Malcolm early on here and said, oh, the Russell Hance factor, Russell Hance factor, because, right. uh, you know, they don't know him. But, you know, maybe you throw that out the window when you have an actual Hance on your tribe.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, anything, any other questions? What, what do we got here? What do we
0: got? Let's see, Jessica, you have one, one more question. I think the rule of survivor, when you play in a tribe with 10 people, shut up. Work hard, go with the flow, don't make waves, and I think that's a good way to stick around for a bit. I mean, I think, I, Rob, I think
1: you're ruining your chance of getting cast again. You should be saying the rule of Survivor when you're on a tribe of ten people: is to be really loud, create as many conflicts with as many people as possible, and uh, you know, have an emotional breakdown early on.
0: I think that's the way to go in a tribe of six people. I think that's yeah, yeah. that's the way to go if you're in a small if you're in a smaller group, but. You know, in, in these groups of 10, I think being the squeaky wheel in the group of 10 is not the way to go.
1: No, I, I was just making a joke about uh, uh, casting preferring you, if you, you know, preferring people who are insane.
0: <laughs> well, it depends who you ask, really. It depends who you ask about me. All right. Another, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's take one one last question here. Uh, this is from Samuel Peterson. Who wants to know: Is Phillips' three BR rules the perfect guidelines for playing Survivor? So, what were the three uh, BR rules that he mentioned? Uh, make an alliance. Was, ma- make an alliance, right? Then, ma- then there's like
1: make an alliance within an alliance.
0: Yes, and then get rid of your alliance before they get rid of you. And then family first. And fa- yeah, because family is first. I'm not sure if that was technically a rule. I think it was part of the. I think that was like participle B of rule number three. Okay. Yeah, and then also sometimes marry the person who's going to win. That's <laughs> yeah. probably number f- number five or six down yeah. the line. But yeah, that's yeah. I mean that's pretty much a good uh, a good way of putting it. Of uh, you know make an alliance, make an alliance within your alliance, and then uh, you know get rid of them first before they get rid of you. I mean, right. you know that's like um, you know uh, you know. S- one one two three uh, collect a lot of money. Well, what was what was one and two? You know, you skipped over the hard part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like the
1: underpants thieves. Yes, um, yes, yes. Yeah, they're, um There's you know that's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. I mean, you know, keep your alliance together. I think is what that's that's missing. Actually, is uh, the big most important and the hardest thing is to uh, keep your alliance intact through a lot of crazy stuff.
0: Yeah. I thought Philip was actually saved a little bit by Francesca because I did think he was playing too hard, too fast himself tonight. I mean, we saw him make an alliance with like six different people in the matter of a minute or two on the show. And I know with the editing that might have happened over the course of three days. But he was making an alliance with a, with a lot of folks in a very short amount of time. And, you know, if it wasn't for Francesca sort of overplaying the let's get rid of Philip, it could have been Philip. It, Francesca had not pushed it as hard
1: but I, I you know, I do think your point too though, about everyone saw Philip you know and at the end, you know Boston Rob sitting next to Philip I mean, I think that this every one of these people imagines themselves another Boston Rob right like that's the whole uh mentality of a returning player is like i'm an ace i know exactly what i did wrong i'm getting asked back because i'm like a you know the great a great player and like i'm gonna i'm gonna do just what boston rob did i'm gonna be sitting next to Philip at the end so okay last question
0: um, for you tonight here steven uh what are the chances that cochran is the first survivor ever to be medevaced out of the game for sunburn <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could have My like a Mike so scooping
0: so in type uh, incident, but not with yeah. falling into the fire, just from being too close to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob,
1: good, good, good show, good chat,
0: Stephen. Yeah, yeah. Look, for- look forward to do it again uh, next week. Yeah, uh, well, well done, and it was a great episode, and I'm excited about another one. Yeah, uh, Stephen, you know what I have here? No. I-, I have a copy. You, you know what this is?
1: Oh, my God, Stranded. I have
0: a, a copy of uh, the, the best-selling book from uh, Jeff Probst, the children's book, uh, Stranded. Did you know Jeff Probst was an author?
1: I didn't know that he was best-selling. That's amazing.
0: Yes. I, or it's on a best-selling list. It's like in the top 100. Much like really? This, yes.
1: That's pretty good. <laughs> it's,
0: it's Is it pretty a good. books that
1: Jeff Probst has written?
0: Uh, I, and I was looking at this on Amazon.com. There's already a sequel coming up for Stranded 2, uh, wow. Ring of Fire, I think it's what it's called wow Or trial by fire yeah so
1: what do you think stranded three is like snuff torch
0: <laughs> i don't know it's but snuff, yeah snuff. So the jeff yeah. Propes uh children's book is is available on amazon if you want to get a get your hands on a copy of this you can go to rob a slash stranded and in other book news we also have uh, a direct link to uh philip's new book are you reading philip's book steven
1: you know, I read a lot of it while it was in um, progress. It's actually pretty well written, you know, to Philip's credit. Like, it's it's not horrible. You know, it's well-paced. He's got the, a lot of, uh, I'd say it's good.
0: It's an enjoyable read. It's a, it's a good read. That's what the word is on, on the street. If you want to check out Philip's, it's a work of fiction. People, Some people think this is a, like an autobiography about Philip. No, it's actually a work of fiction. Uh, it is called The Specialist Colon The Costa Rica Job. Is that correct? I don't know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to check out Philip's book, you can also go we have a direct link to that on Amazon. That slash uh, robaswebsite.com/specialist. So that is uh for uh Jeff Propes and Philip both with uh, books out right now.
1: All right, well that's uh, pretty good.
0: Good stuff. All right, Steven. So uh yeah, we'll be back with you uh next Wednesday night at our normal time uh 9:15 p.m. Eastern. Right. Talk to you soon, Rob. All right, take care, Steven. All right. We'll take we'll take Steven off. Bounce it out. Yeah. So uh, we've got a lot coming up here. We're going to talk to Francesca with uh, we're going to get that interview for you tomorrow. Ask her about what exactly happened. I'm sure she's going to have a lot to say. First interview with Francesca was good. So going to say to Francesca, we got to we got to stop meeting like this. <laughs> so, Franny, uh, we'll find out what exactly went down. Then, of course, we're going to have our podcast uh, with Coach on Friday, and that's going to be a little later than we normally do it. Usually, we could do the interview podcast on Thursday, but because of Valentine's Day, uh, Coach and I are going to connect on Friday morning. So we'll have that for you guys on Friday afternoon. And then Sunday night, The Amazing Race comes back. A huge week on Rob as a podcast. So we're going to have an Amazing Race podcast for you guys on Sunday night, recapping the first episode of Amazing Race. So, so much uh, big stuff going on. I can't wait to. It's going to be a fun season. I got a good feeling about this season. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you guys who are watching with us Live here tonight on uh, RobHasAWebsite.com. dot com. I know we had a lot of we had a packed house in the chat room as I'm seeing you guys uh, uh, going going along here. And oh, w- w- one other thing, I've got the Rob Has a Podcast hotline for you. Uh, we added a voicemail number uh, this week for you guys to leave us messages. Of course, you could leave us messages at RobHasAWebsite.com dot com slash voicemail. You do that talking into the microphone on your computer. But if you want to leave us a message uh, via phone, you could do that if you go to uh, uh, th- dial on your phone 323 282 RHAP. That's 323 282 RHAP. And uh, that's the number to leave us a voicemail uh, hotline so we could play those messages for you on the show as well. So lots of fun. Thanks to everybody. Thank you, Jessica Frey, for pulling those comments. Thank you, Stephen Fishback. And uh, thanks to you guys who are using our link. Rob is a website.com slash Amazon. Have a great night, everybody. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Bye. The theme to Survivor know it alls is written and performed by Dutch supergroup The Fake Plastic Trees. For more of their music, visit their website at fakeplastictrees.nl.